Thanks for checking us out. If you like what you hear, check us out on patreon.com slash 9to5cc. This is the 9to5 Entertainment System where we talk about the most pressing, important topics of the day, like... We talk about world politics, but only for a couple of minutes. And then we go on to talk about the Oscars, and then we discuss at length Avengers Infinity War. We followed up with a little bit of James Gunn oopsies, and then Keith explains why Soul Man is the best movie ever. <laughs> As will be reflected in our mathematically calculated list of the best movies of all time. All this and more on the 9500 Very narrow, depressing, industrial. Yeah, like I mean, like like for most people, I think it's just a one-hit wonder. Absolutely. Like like from your mouth was like in in heavy heavy video rotation. Because the video was fucking cool. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, but it was a big track also. Welcome to the 90s, everybody. This is um, our favorite forgotten uh, one-hit wonders yeah, I was from the 90s. Say our, <laughs> the 9 and 9 to 5 entertainment system today <laughs> stands for 90s music. You remember Econoline Crush? <laughs> I do. Remember them? That, they had that home song. It was like, they were in the same vein. I'm not joking. I think that's on my phone right now. Get out. Um, Oh, wow, it, if it, it's it, not, it's recently come it does, off. It doesn't listen good after all these years. There's a couple of bands from then that I was I was like showing to Debbie. I was like so excited, you know. Remember all my favorite bands, and like you listen to them, and you're like, oh fuck, this is so robotic formula alternative. Final Line Crush know? was bad. Uh, yeah. Who was the other one? The one that I did not enjoy was it The Watchmen? The Watchmen. They had an, they had st- stereo and then an album full of there. There it is. It's happening. Yep. It's the 90s, guys. <laughs> and then, uh, it was okay. Was it, like the Moist remixes? Oh, Moist. They did a whole... Or the Bush remix album. They did a whole album mm-hmm. remixing their stuff, so it was all techno-y. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Very this is like the opposite of that. <laughs> uh, listeners might notice that I sound like a completely different person, probably. I'm very sick. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, what's going on, guys? The Oscars? Yeah, John came in and he was like, we need to talk about the Oscars. And I, and I, and I got to admit, I was, if I were to predict what John was going to come in and talking about, I thought it was going to be the impending war with Syria. Oh. But I feel like I've given up on politics stuff. <laughs> like I never, I, there's no point to which I could research it enough myself to Syria feel confident. Syria or Saudi Arabia or Turkey? What's the world? There's a couple. Focus on? There's a couple. There's a few. The Turkish yeah. economy is, is crashing so hard, it's threatening to bring down all of Europe. Uh, Saudi Arabia got super pissy at Twitter. Well, and had a weird thinly veiled allusion to 9/11 about. Canada. I don't think it was thinly veiled at all. That well, was no, a because they were like, "Whoopsies!" Allusion. It was a joke. The plane has the ambassador on. Returning it. home yeah. safely. Yeah, exactly. Returning <laughs> to home Toronto. safely into the CN Tower. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. And then and then oh man, did you see on Reddit? Just just a, just to wrap up our our half our half it. information on Syria because I don't think either any Saudi of Saudi Arabia Saudi Arabia different country. Wow. Yeah. Saudi Arabia, um, yeah, because I don't think any of us are super up to snuff on it. But there was someone who was talking about how neither uh, the UK or the United States has gone to bat for Canada. They both said that we need to work it out, except yeah. the UK has stated otherwise. They're like, we're not going to get involved in this publicly, but we are working. But like, in what channels. universe are they going to get on our side? Because I mean, Saudi Arabia is their most important ally, and I they sell billions of dollars of guns to them every I'm just, year. I'm just saying that... For the record, we do too. Well, yeah, it, you know, it will, and it was, and apparently, it was investigating into those contracts yes. that triggered all of this, right? Yes. Because the Trudeau government was like, "I need to take a look at these contracts and see where the money's going and what these weapons are being and, done." Oh wait, you still execute gays? Yeah. <laughs> oh, weird. Oh. Anyway, yeah. they kind of like. I think the Trudeau government 
like pivoted to make it about a little more about human rights, mm-hmm. which is a good call politically. Sure. But it was like they were investigating where that arms money was, and then Saudi Arabia was like, "You cannot look at where this money is going," and then just kicked out Canada. And then Canada was like, "Human rights, much?" Yeah. But anyway, and then they were. But all that to say, someone on Reddit was just sort of like. They were like, not getting involved with like wars you're not a part of, eh? They were like, tell that to the 186,000 Canadians who died in World War II, England. <laughs> and you're like, you or, yep. or United States getting pissy about their allies not backing them up? Freedom fries? Yeah. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, Fuck also, you and your also freedom fries and your of gallons Canadians, of wine Hundreds of Canadian peacekeepers, not like, which is not much less in America, but hundreds of Canadian peacekeepers who have died in Afghanistan. Pretty sure... We had Canada nothing has no to do reason with that. to be there. I, well, but you know, in a sense, if all of this spurs us to take our troops home and not get involved in with these adventure, like American adventures over the sea, right. I think but that's okay. Don't you want to pull the troops home and have to send that little memo? We advise uh, Afghanistan and the United States to work it out amongst themselves. Yeah, yeah, and Syria and wherever else <laughs> and we are. I don't actually know if we're in Syria. Yeah, so, yeah, okay. yeah, I think we stayed out of that one. I don't know, I, uh, but we we do send peacekeepers all over the place, like to not necessarily engage in military stuff, but to mm-hmm. just kind of have like a military humanitarian kind of presence. Like, I wonder you, what that it, really means. You know, I, I don't know. I like. I mean, from what I understand about the Canadian like peacekeeper forces, it's literally just like kind of like safe nurses and stuff that they kind of like do things no they're soldiers they're soldiers no but I'm just saying but like but that just like provide like little like zones and like they occupy these little zones and they don't actively engage I want to believe that too I'm like excited oh I'm sure they get deployed on other other stuff all the time but it's like but it's supposedly a lot less no the they're combat troops they're They're not UN peacekeepers they're they're Canadian military that are there serving serving a mission but they're but they're not active like the whole their guidelines are not like they're not just like do what the Americans are doing. That's not what they get sent over there with those marching orders. They have other marching orders. Don't don't confuse UN peacekeeping troops with the Canadian military on a peacekeeping mission. Right. They're, they're different things. They are engaged in, in bang, bang. combat programs. Bang, and, bang, bang. Yeah. Anyway, I, are I'm, you aware th- of, of like a distinction between the two in terms of what our operations are now? Like, is there a spot that has the the one and a spot well, that has the other? Well, the Canadian troops are under Canadian command. Yeah. And are performing military operations in, in Afghanistan, Afghanistan okay. yeah. including like you know clearing out rebel bases and and going after Taliban troops. They're not just yeah, I know they're not well armed cops. They're, <laughs> they're like, but I mean, wouldn't well armed cops go after Taliban troops? Mm-hmm. What about SWAT? Special weapons and tactics. Who fucking knows, well, man. I mean, if SWAT was robbing a bank, sure. Shrug. Anyways, back yeah. to the Oscars. Yeah. What's up with the Oscars, y'all? So they made a new category, and that category is most popular movie. Yay! No, it's best popular movie. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, Oscars. Best popular movie. <laughs> Yay. What? Seriously. So, I mean, obviously, uh, ABC, which runs the Oscars, just got bought, uh, is owned by Fox, who just got bought by Disney, and now they want to have... They want to give Avenger they movies, give Oscars. movies Oscars. No. But ABC has been owned by Disney since Forever. before the Marvel purchase. Then what happened? Seems to be reading some Fox, crazy. Fox, Disney now owns both Fox and ABC, but right. the Fox was had their own TV station. Hmm. Maybe I did that wrong. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Anyway, but but obviously they want Oscars for the for the popular movies. Maybe there's an argument that it will liberate them to give Oscars in the real categories to good movies. But they yeah. should be doing that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Do you guys remember know. who won Best Picture last year? Um, what do you call it? Movement of water thing. Shape of water. The shape of water. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys see it? I did. Yeah, I absolutely saw it. It's on that list, man. Mm. One in three of us as film 
critics. Okay. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, the fact that you both have not seen it is kind of... You, I remember you talking it up real big. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I saw him do that in Hellboy already. I don't need... Hellboy was really... Wow. Uh, there's like a memory <laughs> thing happening there. It's not that good. It's Go not back. That no, good. no, no. I'm just saying like Abe Sapien. Sapien. <laughs> just, like, just because... It's it's fine. Listen, okay? I don't like, need to see Guillermo del Toro make, do another... You make two or three movies about Fishman and suddenly you're the Fishman director. I mean, he's the Fishman director. He's done three movies about Fishman. What else has he directed? Pacific Rim was about kaiju that come out Out of the the ocean. So, I mean, there's a a connection. Exactly. He just loves the ocean. Pan's Labyrinth? I don't know Mm. if there was a water sand. Oh, the orphanage? Okay, it was on the cliff over the ocean. That plays into it because they have to swim under the the thing. Did you know that Pan's Labyrinth uh, was on, is the only horror film on the, like, top 100 films of the 20th century or whatever? Really? Or, like, the top 100 films from, like, 1990 onwards or something. Over? Okay. I was going to say because The Shining usually bumps into people. Usually pops up yeah. there all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Of a certain, of a modern period, Penn's Library. AFI or IMDb? Uh, like a film institute one. Maybe not hmm. an AFI one, but it's not just an IMDb like user vote list or whatever. Because yeah. I mean, technically, I think like you could even make an argument that Shawshank is kind of a horror film. Like, sort of. Sort of. Supernatural yeah. and scariness. Yeah. Like. The other one is The Thing. Mm. Although the horror buffs always go to The Thing. Shawshank? Shawshank's not Shawshank. You think it'd be Mob? Yeah. As I said it, I was like, wait, that's Green Mile. I mean, it could be like a psychological horror mm-hmm. if you wanted to. If you wanted to put so it. So, how do that we way. feel about best most popular movie? I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of okay. Presented as... by Apple and by, presented by Fujifilm <laughs> in cooperation with Disney and. I mean, I'm just, I love just the idea. Sponsor lists. So like, if they just like straight up have certain categories sponsored. I yeah. love the idea. I can't wait to see the shit show that they're going to turn it into. White but, Girls 3. But, like, if yeah. it is the shit show magnet, you know, and all this stupid nonsense that would ordinarily spill into other categories gets absorbed there, it, it could serve a purpose. No, see, here's the thing. Can we retroactively give one to Mad Max Fury Road? Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel that as a popular movie, it was certainly the best popular movie that year. By, like, a uh, wide margin. Probably, but I'd have to take a look. I feel like there's got to be some dumb comedy that d- that did super well. Well, yeah, but I mean, but we're not. We're still saying it's the best popular movie, right? Yeah. We're not just saying the highest. We're not just going to give the Oscar to the highest grossing film because that just defeats the purpose that already won the award for highest grossing film. Yeah. But it's like best. Is there film. an Oscar for highest grossing? No. no. But because because maybe that's what this will be. No, but I think that they're going to say like popular film is going to be yeah. is going to be like something of like if you have like like a monster wide release and a. Like you box office of over a gazillion hundred million dollars or whatever, that becomes mm-hmm. a popular movie. But then I think, unless it's they're unless they're going crazy, and like because they can't just be like, here's the award for the biggest movie because that's like it's like the Rocket Richard Trophy in hockey. It's not an award; it's just a thing. You just scored the most goals. Here you go. Yeah. Here's a trophy celebrating that fact. You already have that trophy, and that trophy came in the form of a billion dollars for Avengers. <laughs> Let's go back to 1998. Okay. Twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Good year. Good year. Good year for movies. Sure. Uh, wasn't that the best year? Wasn't that the Titanic and uh, there's like 50 movies? Good Will Hunting, LA yeah. Confidential. Yeah. Titanic yeah. wins Best Picture. Yeah, I know. It, would, it should win Best Popular. Yeah. It was not absolutely. actually Best Film. It was it was just like a, a feather in the cap Oscar. Well, you know, it's not my favorite film, but in terms of production and, and technical craft, you can definitely say it was head and shoulders above Good Will Hunting. And paid for by the U.S. government. LA Confidential, right? Like... The people that made L.A. Confidential and Goodwill Hunting could not have made Titanic. Correct. You want to put Ben Affleck behind the camera and say, make this giant ship movie with the iceberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he might have figured out the door thing at the end, but... 
What are you saying? I don't, I don't get what, what the that this is this this gets rid of that. It gets. Yeah. I think it gets rid of. Does it, it get rid of it, or does it just mean like it wins both? The next uh, one wins both, and you're just like, well, fucking thanks. Well, I, I don't know. I think... did it, didn't didn't one of the stupid Lord of the Rings movies win Best Picture? Yeah, like, the third that is one. wrong. The third one, and it was definitely like for everything. Yeah, it was definitely you know? for everything. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, you know, but I mean that's because the thing the Oscars winning, do winning all the technical ones, right? Like which I get, which is which is a part of the mm-hmm. Oscars, and it made a bajillion dollars, and yeah. Ah, I don't trust them to do this properly. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole thing itself might be just an attention attention getter, and they're going to wait to see if popular opinion falls one way or the other and then make a decision on it. We you know? talked about uh, the Grammys, like how they introduced the Heavy Metal Awards, and we're just like... Jethro Tull? Jethro Tull. Yeah. What? Pet flutes are pretty badass. I understand, like, Public Enemy's Fear of a Black Planet came out one year, and they gave the award to Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Like, they just... Yeah, no, I don't I think... trust the Oscars to do any better than, than the Grammys did with that shit. Fury Road definitely would have won in 2016. Yeah. Like, Spotlight won. Fury Road won, like... Oh, uh, but the won, Academy won... loved that Spotlight. Well, yeah. I'm just... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. But Fury Road won six awards. We had won the most Oscars of the night. Huh. So I feel that as like probably a, yeah. as a like a popular film, like I mean, but probably... like, isn't that a good thing? They, then they feel safe to give popular you know, fun movies that that Oscar, and then they don't. You, nobody has to even discuss it for for best picture. Yeah, uh, yeah. So no, the, okay. the ones were it was Room, yeah. uh, Revenant, Martian, Mad Max Fury Road, Brooklyn, Bridge of Spies, The Big Short, and Spotlight were the uh, mm. the best picture nominees. I feel that if you had a popular movie in that category, you'd be like, oh yeah, there's the action one. Spotlight might have ended up there too. Wasn't it a musical? Maybe, Maybe I'm misremembering this with something else. No, no, no. I'm confusing that with La La Land. Or two white people save yep. jazz. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, oh, I want to take a look. That was, at... one, hang on, just, that was one of my favorite. Ryan Gosling uh, hosted here, hosted SNL. Here you go. It's wrapped the La La Land thing. Ryan Gosling hosted the, the, the thing. He was like, "You may know me from my film La La Land, where I, Ryan Gosling, save jazz." And he's like, "You mean your character?" No. <laughs> <laughs> so Fury Road came out in 2015. Yeah. Do you trust the Academy to give? Best popular picture to Fury Road. It was 2016. 2016 Academy Awards, I guess, because it goes to February or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Or, or do they give it to The Force Awakens, which made $1.2 billion? Owned or by do Disney. they drop it into Spectre, which made $850 million? Give it to Fury Road. Or do they give it to The Hunger Games, Mockingjay because, Part 2, because everyone saw it. It was I under feel like I old. just established the fact that it says best popular movie. It doesn't say yeah. most popular movie. Do you trust them? I'm saying to, you would I, be. I don't. I can't imagine a world where the Oscars are still relevant. That's what I'm like, having, <laughs> like struggling with. Like I've literally not cared about. I don't think I've watched the Oscars since I lived with my parents. I'm just. Saying, I definitely haven't either. Yeah. Maybe I've, I've like caught a clip or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like yeah. I'll. I'll, I'll I check don't see in. a world in in that year where they look at the Force Awakens and say, "Well, we'll give it to Fury Road instead for, for because Fury pictures. Road already won six Oscars. Force Awakens did not win any." I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a much, much, much better movie. I'm, I'm going to call it now. The The next one is going to be that giant, dumb blockbuster movie and not the cool movie. On the top. John Wick giant. doesn't have a chance at this. I don't know. I, I mean, Fury Road doesn't have a chance at this. It is undoubtable. It is absolutely ironclad certainty that there's like a room full of data scientists who are like, which one of these films is going to generate the most revenue as a bump from being nominated for the best popular movie and then that's the one that's going to win it but if there was like an artistic intention behind any of this a fury road would be kind of the target right they wouldn't like why would they slap it i don't think i think the force awakens is the target i think this is 
ABC Disney going. I don't know, and like and like to a certain point. I mean, we like, we spent you... three hundred million dollars. We made one point two billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the world saw it. How come this doesn't win? Because the 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 voters have spoken. Because it just it's not most popular movie. It's best popular movie. Right, like I mean, like I would. Is I, it I did. I best did not movie enjoy... or best popular? What's the word there? It's <laughs> best popular. Right? Yeah. yeah. So no, 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 no. Popular movie is like, the category, and now you're what's like, the what? most? What's the most important word? Movie or popular? Definitely no, not best. Popular movie. <laughs> popular movie is the category. Just like yeah, actor yeah. is the category. So best, so best popular, popular movie. movie. Yeah, exactly. Are, are you saying the, the movie not... is the important part, or the popular is the important part? No, the popular is the category, and movie is the fucking like. You're saying you give it to the best movie. You're giving it to the the best movie based on what cinema cinema like the the quality of the film. Yeah, they already have a category for that. It's called no. best picture. No, they're making the category for best popular movie. Right. So if Fury think, Road wasn't popular enough, really knows what the Academy is doing here. Least any, of all, I don't them. think Fury Road was popular enough to to win popular movie. It made like five hundred million dollars, man. Oh, like forty percent of what Star Wars made. <laughs> I, I feel you're really ragging on the box office it's because right. it's a popular category. Okay, if but your then, movie then isn't it's just as the popular. Rocket Ricard trophy. Like it's just like you're you're not just gonna be like, and the movie that made the most money is Avengers. Yay! Everyone acts surprised. That's the stupidest fucking. The reason thing in the this world. category exists is to precisely answer that. But that's you what no. you can't. You can't call the fans stupid. You can't call film fans stupid. But you're not gonna be because all of those movies are going to be nominated. You're going to be like, oh, I don't even like think Fury Oscar Road nominate, would... like, You're going to be able to slap Oscar nominated on everything. I don't now. even think Fury Road gets nominated that year. <laughs> Got nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. How does a movie with a made like $500 million like, get nominated I mean, for it, Best Picture it, and it, not Best Popular Picture? It, like, why, does it, why can the same movie be nominated for Best Screenplay and Best Picture? Well, it was already nominated for Best Screenplay. Like... You're, you're, how does it win for best editing and best picture? I don't, think any, of this, of, I don't think any of this has been announced, right? Like, you guys are just kind of picking which saying, one you think makes more sense and then arguing it. I'm, I don't think... I it, think they might give it to some terrible movies. I'm not arguing with you, but I, I believe... The I don't even think good movies are going to be... In the running. In the running. Well, okay. Then, it's their way of saying... Right, so, that hey, said... Hey, you millions Scott, of people who saw... I don't saw, think good movies are going to be in the running. My name's Scott. I liked Infinity War. Go. <laughs> let me Infinity finish. War is going to be in the running, buddy. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I I, just, I don't think good movies are going to be in the running either. Yeah, I don't I think Infinity I don't even War think... will be in the running for for best popular picture. Yes. Absolutely, it will. But I don't think it's the, a good the movie. point of this award <laughs> is to say, hey, these are movies that you saw, and now you can watch them. You take the average television viewer; they didn't see the ten best picture nominees. They maybe saw one. Right. We watch movies all the time, and I think between the three of us, we'd be lucky if we saw half of the ten that were nominated. Yeah, that's probably right. That's the whole point of this category. Right. They want to they want to give they still fewer like... the nominees and have everyone at home go. I know exactly what yeah, that movie is. I, I fully agree with you. Five. But then I think that like if they want to maintain any credibility, Just, they no, need to they throw don't. the winner to be the actual best one of that number of that list. I mean, in, I've in, seen in all a good these... world that might happen. Yeah, but we I've don't seen know. all these movies. So like this year, it'll be like Avengers and Star Wars and I don't know Minions Four or whatever the heck it's going to be. John but like, Wick 2. huh? John Wick Two was that this year? No, no it's not this year. But whatever the list is going to be and then they need and to and again not even big enough it'll be like the Meg and yeah. then 
and then they need to give it to the actual best one on that list. Like that's like that. That's my only thing is they need to give it to the actual good one. They can't give it to Fantastic Four. No, this is like the ESPN Fan Awards. This is like the MTV Movie Awards Awards. Kiss. So we can have this in writing, and we can see what happens when the Oscars happen, and none of us will check it out. Put it in. Uh Put it in the book. (laughs) Siri, remind me to check the nominees before. Does anybody even have an Apple thing? Yeah, Yeah, I do. Scott. Uh-huh. Infinity War, guys. Yeah. John and I saw it in theaters. Uh, well, Scott, like months ago. Scott waited for it. I have. I literally just had uh, conversations over a beer about Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Got. I got extra riled up. Why? Because it's dumb. It was dumb and it Which was part? stupid. The part that I hated the most about Infinity War, and it was, and it was so so fixable, was okay. the fact that they went out of their way to make me, as an audience member, feel like Thanos had a point. But he has no point. It's a stupid point. You're like, he's like, oh, like all they needed to do was just lean in a little hard into the fact that Thanos is a crazy person. Mm-hmm. And as an audience member, I'd be like, oh, he's crazy. That's why he thinks this is the only way. But the film never gave me that. The film never presented to me. It tried to justify his, his it rationale. Tried to, it tried to justify his rationale, yeah. which, which in the process of him being so like thoughtful about it made it even stupider because you're like, you have to get rid of half of everybody. And you're like, well, what about in like 50,000 years, Thanos? How does that work? Or wait a second, you have all the infinity gems? How about instead of killing everybody, you double <laughs> the planets? Yeah. Like there's multiple ways out of this conundrum that you put like, life is suffering and I need to kill half the people. No, you don't. You have the infinity stones. If some, if one person, it would have been 30 seconds of dialogue. Gamora being like, uh, what? Like there's other ways out of it. And him being, him saying some nonsense garbage speech about like, they need to suffer the loss of half of them to put them still a fear. And they okay, okay, okay. His and, rationale and, was and terrible. And then I would have been like, oh, he's a bit of a crazy person. I'm on board. Because they spent so much time, Thanos is on screen so often, yeah. giving so many freaking like soliloquies and fucking speeches about how right he is and how this is the only way to bring balance. And everybody in the movie theater is like, I figured it out and I'm not a titan. I don't have infinite capacity for like calculation and all this stuff that Thanos has. I figured this out, and it pissed me off. And I was like, "This is like basically to an almost irredeemable point." They tried so hard to make him such a good villain. His performance is amazing. Like Brolin as Thanos is is great. I was mm-hmm. eating up his actual delivery of all the lines, but I'm like, everything you're saying is stupid, and you're a dum dum. <laughs> That's why I hated it. I mean, I hated other things. But... Scott's got nothing on his face. I really, really <laughs> like this movie, <laughs> <laughs> and I am thinking the Russo brothers should be nominated for best director. <laughs> The, the technical craft of uh, James Cameron was on, on high display here. And I feel like in a movie that had massive amount of green screen, mm-hmm. it is very easy to George Lucas the fuck out of this. Yep. Yeah. And he did not. Oh, te- technically speaking, A+. Plus. Flawless. 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 Yeah. Like the, the breaking up, the, uh, breaking up the, the, the groups and kind of mishmashing them together in fun ways. Having like, weird pairings having, that are like, delightful. Having hanging out with, yeah. uh, with Rocket. Like, yeah. like scene for scene, I enjoyed a ton of it. But when I thought about the overall film, I was like, Thanos is a big dumb. I think that's your big mistake there. You can't be thinking too hard about these things. But All of them have, fall apart so under scrutiny. Fixable. I know. It's, it's, there's there's got to be I a mean, cut I, scene. I somewhere. feel like it was pretty clear that Thanos was crazy. He had whole scenes of like, just like, hey, little girl. Come with me. Watch as I execute half of your planet. Here's a little knife. It's going to be fun. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. Total sociopath. I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, but I just don't understand why no one tries to poke a hole in his plan. 
Like, every, like he, he reveals it to so many people, and everyone's like, oh, I guess there's no stopping Like, him. Iron Man needed a throwaway line about how dumb this whole thing is. Yeah. Like, what a crazy and, person And I would have been is. like, I would have been like, I would have done, like, like the, the, the slow clap. I'd be like, yeah. someone, someone amongst the, like, numerous genius-level characters in this. You have, like, freaking Iron Man and Doctor Strange and T'Challa just sitting around being like, oh, what are we going to do? And I'm like, is anyone, anyone going to be like, how about we try to reason with him? Because this is a dumb plan. Yeah. Like, he has a dumb, dumb plan. We can just, like, throw it out there. And then he could be like, no, I'm crazy. Is like, there any part of either of you guys that wishes death was in there? Like, to a certain extent, yeah, because at least yeah. trying to, like, court death made more sense than I'm a dummy. Like, Absolutely not. I, I, <laughs> I'm so glad they did away with that because that would have been really hard to explain. Yeah, I, if, if they had had like like him having visions and talking to this weird little girl figure that he refers to as Death, and nobody else ever sees her, and he's always talking and he's crazy, it would have like fit the crazy angle. Yeah, you know? just like if you they leaned into him real. just a little bit harder. Because like, and my big my my big point of like comparison to that is like Joker. Mm-hmm. Like, which is, I mean, and Dark Knight is like a heads and shoulders over Avengers: Infinity War as a film. See, now that's a movie that could have won Best Popular Picture. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> but yeah, whereas like Joker, you're like he's clearly crazy, but as a viewer, you like you start to see his point a little bit, and you're like, oh, what? he's a good crazy. Yeah, and you're not like, the dumb crazy. Yeah, not did, the dumb crazy. Did you're, you not see the fan theory about the the Dark Dark Knight? Which is the Joker's the actual crime fighter in that movie. He, like, robs Cleans the bank that's the... owned by the mob, kills all of the professional best bank robbers in the opening scene. That's amazing. It forces Yao to take all of the money out of, out of the bank. Gets all the, the crooked city. cops and locks them, in the, like, under yeah. the city. Yeah. Uh, destroys two of the mobs all by himself. Burns all like their the, money. Burns all of their money. <laughs> <laughs> like, convinces Harvey Dent to actually go after the crooked cops. It's true. When Harvey Dent is just like, I can't do anything as a lawyer. He's like, well, I know how to fix this crime problem. <laughs> Boom. Uh, is the one who takes the crooked commissioner out and installs Jim Gordon in his uh-huh. job as the best policeman. <laughs> Batman doesn't do anything in that movie. The Joker <laughs> cleans up Gotham City two Batman, hours. Batman just like breaches all of our privacy. Does, doesn't he get it? He gets a new suit also. <laughs> Batman gets a new suit and breaches all of our privacy, privacy. and violates and violates the trust we never even put in him. <laughs> but yeah, no. But Joker like, saves the day. But I was just like, Joker was fully crazy. But then sure. you're like, oh, he's got a point, you know? And I was like, whereas like, I believe as an audience member, you're expected to believe that Thanos is being like rational. Like, yes, like he's pre- he's presented as though he's doing this rationally, and like his explanation for everything is presented as though he thinks it's rational. Yeah, and everybody acts as though it's sort of rational. Yeah, there's no there's no disbelief. Yeah, it, no. it just bugs me. Okay, Scott, you love this. I really do. Got to give some reasons. Let's hear it. Okay, hang on. So, also, also another thing. Um, oh God, <laughs> just how many? Hey, T'Challa, thanks. Thanks for opening up your magical protective dome. We would like you to sacrifice all of your best men so that we can maybe save this robot. <laughs> uh, that is what happened. Well, okay, my my army of my super-trained vibranium soldiers, they're pretty expendable. Try to save this robot. It, um, South Park the movie? Operation Dark yeah, Shield. Operation Black Shield. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> A little bit. Mm-hmm. Really bugged me. I was like... They were like, we have, we have killed ourselves, cut off from society for too long. We must now sacrifice ourselves to save a robot. I, I do kind of feel like T'Challa might have been like, just cut his head off and throw it into the sun. Yeah, a little bit. Like it just... he's, he's a robot, man. Hey. Have you tried backing him up? Yeah, just 
<laughs> I'm plugging him. I got you. Get a hard drive. <laughs> exactly. Have you, can you be fueled by another energy source other than this thing? We've got lots of robots here. We could put them into the, one of those. Yep. Oh man, that that also bugged me. Yeah. But I mean, but that that's the normal movie trope. That like bugged me less than Thanos. Yeah. Also, weird vision as a hero. He's one of us. We can't let. I'm like he wasn't really. Yeah. That was I... that, that was one of the other things. I was like expected to care a lot more about Vision and Scarlet Witch, and I was like, I was like, I can oh. I can buy Scarlet Witch being way into him. They did spend two <laughs> years together, but the rest of the team kind of spent a week with him. Yeah. And then he, uh, I was literally like in my mind, I was like, because I hadn't seen all of them, and then I was like, have I missed a movie where they made these characters people that I deal. cared about? Yeah. Because <laughs> Is... I was like, because right now I do not care about them. Is Vision a thing in the books? Yeah, yeah, totally. He's like an don't Avenger. Remember. Huh. Yeah, yeah. West Coast Avenger. Crazy. And Avenger Avenger. Avenger like, Avenger now that, yeah. Pre-100 Avengers. Mm. Like, he joined the team in, like, 63? I will yeah. give you another thing that is a straight-up nitpick. Like, the thing that was kind of there for you as a nerd, but more of, like, a nerd for the movie, was, why the hell is Red Skull on that planet? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> can, you, can anyone make sense of that? Do you remember what happened to him? Didn't he get sucked up? Uh, he got sucked up by the cube, yeah. by one of the gems. That's why he's there. Okay. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you're just sort of like, he's like... I know, the first Avenger was a long time ago. First Avenger was a it long was. time, and then you're just sort of like... But it was like a, hey guys, remember the Red Skull? Now he's here. And he's like, jump off his cliff. <laughs> and like, I was like, wow. I, was like, I guess Red Skull really needed that payday. Right, it's good to see Hugo weaving yeah. kicking around. It was just super weird. He's like... Go off this cliff. Are you just here this whole time? Just telling people to jump off this cliff? I guess yeah. so. It's <laughs> kind of what my thing is now. Yeah. He he did look sufficiently bored and pissed off at his, his station. <laughs> his flight. Um, what I really liked about the movie is every time they cut to one of the characters, it felt like their movie. Yeah. Mm. Spider-Man I... showed up. It felt like you were watching the next part of Homecoming. Yeah. Went to the Guardians and suddenly, all of a sudden, instead of this space adventure. orchestral music, they're like, oh yeah, we've got a soundtrack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, straight out the jukebox. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain America, it was all business and soldiers. When they ended up in Wakanda, it was like the next part of Black Panther. Yeah. Even just the opening scene in, in Doctor Strange, they had the the strange Wong banter mm-hmm. weirdness and the magic fight mm-hmm. looked a lot like Doctor Strange did. And that is not easy. Like, no. That's a bunch um, of directors on the tech, on the, all like, put their stamp in these movies mm-hmm. and the Russos were like, yeah, we can, we can do this. Those. And here's another thing. And this, is, and this is, I will admit, outside of the film. Uh, would it have killed, would it have killed Disney Marvel to just have unnamed projects in the next four years? Like, unnamed Marvel project, unnamed Marvel project, unnamed Marvel project. Because mm-hmm. when they're like, Spider-Man 2 is coming out, Guardians 3 is coming out, and these movies are announced, I'm like, and then you're like, and then we disappear to the Guardians. Pretty sure you're going to bring them back for Guardians 3, I feel. You know what I mean? Like, the, well, the, I don't know. It's James Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> that problem might have just fixed itself. Well, they, apparently they're using his script one way or the other. The, yeah, but all the cast was like, we stand with them. And then just might just be like, okay, so here comes... Starhawk and Charlie 27 here comes and the original. Petey Quinn and Drux. Well, well, like the original Guardians were yeah, not those Guardians. But no, but you know what I mean? I was just like, it just, I was like, it was like, to me, I was like, it would have been like, we know they're making movies. If they had just like 
Just like kept them as unnamed Marvel films. But they have to generate the hype train. There's no way they everyone can do is that. working on them anyways. Yeah, I like know, it'll, but it'll it's just like, but just like any kind of like baby subterfuge. Like, yes, if you wanted to Google it, you could find I it. I think you're, you're getting pretty narrow on them. This, this was like, like, yeah, it was a big dumb action movie, and there are parts of it that fall apart under scrutiny, but it's the same for literally every other Marvel movie. Yeah. And this one was directed spectacularly. The characters all had their little moments to shine. The ending was dramatic and, and was great, frankly. Like, that was a good ending. I, it, it was, like, sufficiently That was an Empire-level yeah. ending. Yeah. Yeah, except if they were like, by the way, in Star Wars 3... Han's okay. The big problem is that obviously everyone's <laughs> I mean, going to be okay because they're not going to kill their fucking yeah, biggest cash cows. Like, it's, I, it's don't like know. I don't no know. I, th- I have a feeling that, that Iron Man is not going to live through the next Here's movie. Because my bold, prediction. Think... bold prediction. Are you ready? Infinity War 2 involves all of the actual Avengers sacrificing themselves to save the rest of the universe. So I think that we're going to have... Because like, I feel that like Ruffalo, Iron Man, and whatever, they're all big, big stars... Yeah. They're the easiest. They're a very expensive. It no, doesn't I don't make even sense. Think to very expensive. I think. And you all... look at Robert Downey Jr. is what fifty five. Yep. Going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Thor. What they're going to do with Thor is going to be amazing because Ragnarok has happened. Mm-hmm. All of the Asgardians are dead. They mm-hmm. made a point of killing all of them. He could yeah. lead the Guardians. No, I think he's going to die, and that's what's going to cause Asgard to to reap reappear like relaunch and like reform because hmm. it's a mythical space city so once the last Asgardian dies Asgard can yeah. you know maybe be born Phoenix again, that's it my, but that's my huh. prediction is that I think, and then I think that's when the, you can recast everything and, but I think all the OG Avengers are gonna gonna die in Infinity War 2 I think that's my or, I don't know about or at least that. maybe not all but, no, but I, I think, think that's how they're gonna clean the slate for the next round I think it's how they're gonna clean Avengers the slate Wars. and like I said I think you can get rid of Downey Jr. you can get rid of uh, Hemsworth because he's like a legit star. You can get rid of ScarJo. Mm-hmm. Like you get, and you can even get rid of Cap because Bucky's right there to be the new Cap. <laughs> like no, he got dusted, huh? <laughs> he got dusted. Oh and, no, he won't come back. And uh, Falcon's the one who's going to be the next Cap. No, mm-hmm. Falcon's going to be the new War Machine. What? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, that, that's that that that's my like going into it because I mean like and you see like the survivors and, and as far as your thing about like hiding the movie like they did the same thing with the comic books, yeah, half the world died, but you were just like, oh, no, I guess that's the end of my X Men subscription. Yeah, you knew there was still more coming. Yeah, because at least with X Men, there's like fifty of them. You didn't know which X Men were going to show up in the next one. Mm. But yeah, that, that, that's and but yeah, because I mean if you look at like the OG like the survivors on the planet, it's like. It's Avengers and Rocket, basically, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's... Half the Avengers. Well, yeah. And I guess, because uh, Iron Man's up in space. Yeah. But who survived also? Also, man, gotta... Those poor Guardians. Half the universe? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> all the Guardians except Rocket? <clears throat> like also, hang on. How many Groots are there? What do you mean? What do you mean? How many Groots are there? <clears throat> There's two, because the first one died, and then Baby Groot. Okay, but then if half of the universe died, then he should still be okay, because you can't divide one. <laughs> like, how did Groot dust? He still only counts as one person. They but then if you're the getting dice. rid of half, and he's the only one... I think you have lost your mind. Everyone flips a coin. Yeah. But he, he takes half of a planet. If there's only one person on a planet, that guy's fine. Or he takes half 50, of the 50. living things. Everyone yeah. gets a 50-50 shot. Mm. And the statistics no. will average out that half the people die. I don't know. 
Oh, man, you are really overthinking this. Like, look at what this movie is up against, okay? <laughs> Did this do better or worse than Batman versus Superman? No, oh, right? Obviously. Like, in the world of, like, better. dumb action movies, this one is, like, uh, great. Not, it was a Not fine. only that. Yeah. Like, take a look at uh, the third Nolan Batman movie. That was a kind really, of a disaster. It was really easy to screw up these these climaxes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you look at the X-Men movies. Yeah, one is okay, two is good, three is garbage. First class is okay. <laughs> Two is bad. Three is no. Days of Future Past is fun. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Uh, Days of Future Past is quite good, dude. Uh, it was it was very goofy fun, but like, but then Age then of Apocalypse is garbage. Age of yeah, yeah. No, I mean Wolverine like, like I said, movies. You get one good out of three of them. I feel like, I mean, like I said, sixteen I, movies in front of them. They've got number seventeen to go, and like they have to pull their shit together. I feel like they really did. I th- I think they delivered like I'm like I when I when I say I did not enjoy this movie I like I enjoyed it more than some of the other Marvel movies, but like it's I don't even think it would like I said definitely doesn't crack my top five of Marvel films. I think it does for me. Like mm-hmm. I would put probably a top three. You'd say it's better than Spider Man. It's better than Black Panther. It's better than uh, Ragnarok. I would say. Yeah. Where do we put? Ra- <laughs> Ra- Ragnarok is. Ragnarok, maybe maybe number four after Ragnarok, Black Panther, and uh, Avengers. Yeah, I would put Spider Man over it, no problem too. I'd put well, the first Avengers over it. it. The I first would... Avengers over it. That's the first Avengers is is pure. Loki saying we have a Hulk though in Infinity War. Mwah, love it. <laughs> Choice. <laughs> I, I know something you don't. What's that? We have a Hulk. Like, aw, Loki, you remember. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So, are we going to list this? Yeah, rank, yeah rank let's it. fucking do it. Rank it. <clears throat> so, what are we, where are we starting on this? Up at the top of the Marvel movies? I put it just above Force Awakens. That, that low? <laughs> that low. I feel that like was my level of enjoyment. It like honestly was. Which I know, and don't get me wrong, I had a good time at Force Awakens. I had a good time at Infinity War. That's like, that's like seriously where, where my brain would put it. Which I get is very low. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is that, 40, 50? Uh, well, if I we... think it's way better than Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, mm-hmm. which is at number 29. I disagree. You preferred Ego. the weird sex planet yeah, man. to Thanos. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I actually preferred him, too. <laughs> at, at, like... Because he was at least he was a you more were, interesting you were like, character. You were like, yeah, he, the, a perfect example of like your plan is real dumb, but like you're not presenting it as rational. <laughs> like, he was like, eh, I'm a little gross. I he def- doesn't have to because he's in charge. Who does he need to sell it to? He's just doing it. Who? Thanos. He explains himself to anyone who will listen. Literally anyone who's around he explains didn't himself they, to. didn't they invent a kind of backstory where his like his population on his planet was yeah, having yeah. overpopulation whatever that yeah, yeah. yeah and he was like we need to engage population controls and they were like no and then his planet got to shit and he's like i better collect these stones and do this it's all so over the dumb. planet it's super dumb like i said ego was dumb dumb okay but it, it was still like a better movie than say uh logan i think i liked it better yeah. than logan do you like it? i did not like it better <clears throat> than spider-man homecoming either okay I mean, I, I understand that I'm going to have to, like, give up some up votes for you two who enjoyed it more than I did. Yeah. That's but, okay. Like, as I'm saying, like, I don't think, it, like, if I'm, like, if I, if, like, hard-pressed, if you were, like, is, is Avengers Infinity War better than Stand By Me? I'd be like, no. 
Yeah, that's a good point. In a few years, like I don't think that I would put it above, say, in Bruges even. It, it's got to go above it. <clears throat> that could work. Okay. <laughs> Below in Bruges, above it. <laughs> Jesus. Fine. That's where it's going to go. Yeah, okay. man, that's the 35th best. Sliding in at number 35. We, we may have to revisit it if, if in the near future, say, like this this clump of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Logan, and Spider-Man Homecoming, we have committed a lot of time near the top of our list to these Marvel movies. Well, like I said, I mean, I, I don't mind necessarily, like, eventually if we revisit, like, slipping those a little lower. But, like, sure. that makes sense that they're around. Like, yeah. to me, I'm, like, around a little above. I think all three of those films hold together a little better than Infinity Wars. So let's talk about James Gunn. We, we bumped into that a little earlier. Man, uh, did you see the pictures of him at the pedophile party? Oh, it's no. like exactly the kind of edgy, stupid, dark humor. I, like, if, if you had invited me when I was 19, I, maybe I would have thought that was funny and yeah. gone. And it, it was just like all the girls are dressed as little girls and the guys are dressed yeah, as priests and whatever. The, last podcast. And there, I think it the party or no? No, no, no. James no. Gunn and okay. Uh, okay. the I backlash. Wanna, I don't need yeah, to revisit yeah. it then. But I would say, like, the, the although, man... He... I, I'm super interested what this means for Guardians. Because yeah. the rest of the cast came to his support, mm-hmm. and came to his defense, and now they have to try to put another director into a cast that doesn't want anyone but the guy they did the first two movies with mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. That movie is going to be fucking scrambled eggs. Yep. yep. Not, not yeah. workable. And and, and uh, the and the other thing too though is that like other major studios are like hello James Gunn we have unlimited budgets for you like people, like have you heard of the Teen Titans Mr Gunn <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> uh, nineteen Titans they're nineteen <laughs> yeah they're all nineteen they're eighteen to nineteen years old depending on which state they're from um yeah girl. did you watch your movie. I did, man. Oh, man. I have notes. Do, I, I want to hear the serious... The, like, Do you have an actual argument to make here? I'm, okay. All so, right. So let's, I let's watched. introduce this. Soul Man. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I took some notes. Um, so Soul Man, the film... Wait, what do we call this segment? The, the best, best movie, movie ever? ever made. <laughs> Soul Man is the best movie ever made. Things that Soul Man has going for it. Uh-huh. <clears throat> One, thanks to Scott's intro, it does have a great soundtrack. Okay. There's like, it's not just me singing <laughs> through the movie. <laughs> There's like quite a bit of like solid like soul and funk like that plays kind of throughout. Okay. Uh, but just, like name stuff or is it? Yeah, like, yeah, all, okay. all, all straight up, right? Like, like okay. Soul Man. Like yeah. I can't. Uh, all Motown kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember all of it because I watched it. Like two weeks ago, I think I watched it before Oshiaga. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I believe, like, I firmly believe watching this film that the director really, really, really didn't want it to be like a full joke. Mm-hmm. Like, this was actually about, like, teaching a privileged white audience about the hardships of being black. This is what this person thought they were doing. Oh, like, for real. Wow. Like, for real. That is very, very much the intention. So this of thing the movie. like plays it straight, like Kinda? as a, as a comedy, yeah. Like, <clears throat> like for instance, like there's a scene where, um, so the main character, first of all, also see Thomas Howell, see Thomas Howell, doesn't actually like put blackface on himself. Thankfully, at no point he mm-hmm. takes a, like a pill supplement that tints his skin dark, so he's not actually painting himself. At least, like I'm like, again, 
We're like talking about like smidgens. And then what it does? How does he do the hair? I don't know. It's never explained. <laughs> what? It's just never explained. He's like he I goes just... from straight C. Thomas Howell hair to getting a Jerry curl. Yeah, it's just, just he's just like I took this tanning pill. Like <laughs> and it twists his hair. Yeah, they do yeah. not. They do not explain that. But like so, like but there's a scene where he's having dinner with the uh, like the wealthy people of the the school, uh, like the the headmaster of the school and stuff. And it's like each one of the family, like while he's just talking, like look at him and then squint and then like envision these like black stereotypes. Like, so, like, the mom is looking at him and then, like, licks her lips and is envisioning him as, like, this, like, African warrior who's like, I'm here to have sex with you. Right. And then the kid looks at him and sees him, like, as Prince, like, playing guitar. And then, like, the dad sees him, like, dressed as a pimp demanding watermelon and all that stuff. And I was like, the intention of this scene is, is to showcase the racism. Is to showcase the, yeah. the racism that they're not actually listening to him. Huh. They're just, like, proje- like projecting what they think black people are on top of him. So it's like uh, incredibly misguided. Because they're doing it on top of a white dude. Because they are doing it on top of a white dude. It's kind of meta. And while the the character isn't in blackface, C. Thomas Howell definitely is. Yeah. Because he did not take a tanning pill. He went to makeup every day. Yep. But then then there's other stuff, man. This is is the greatest. So (laughs) there's a scene... Tell me it's the greatest. (coughs) Excuse me. There's a scene where he's uh, where he, he goes to like gym class or whatever, and they make a big deal of trying to like pick him for the basketball team because he's obviously going to be good at basketball because he's black. Of course. And like the two guys like make uh, like a big deal of it, and he just sort of like I played a little bit and whatever. He's obviously terrible, but then the other only black guy is amazing, and I was like, what? <laughs> so I was just sort of like, you're like, I was like, what are you trying to say here exactly? That black people are all good at basketball. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, there's only two black people, or perceived black people. One, an actual African-American, and one is C. Thomas Howell. C. Thomas Howell can't play basketball. The only other black person is amazing at black basketball. So I'm like, so you're defying stereotypes by, like, directly being like, and here's the stereotype. Like, how come they both couldn't have been good at basketball? Then you would have been like, oh, you're, you're defying the stereotypes. Oh, man, it's the worst. <laughs> oh, also, an amazing line in the film. Um, see, Thomas Howell utters the line, this isn't going to be a problem. It's the Cosby decade. America loves black people. Wow. That line, I, I would say maybe of all the lines, Timeless. aged the worst. <laughs> <laughs> How does that become the offensive takeaway from this movie? <laughs> um, yeah. So would you recommend it? Okay, hang on, I'm not done. I will. And also, the movie showing like remarkable restraint took over 50 minutes before dropping the first N word, and it was and it was only spoken by like incredibly racist people in jail, okay, who were Boston Irish stereotypes. I will say. Mm. Uh oh. This movie is very very confused about what it can and can't do. Don't start going not all white dudes on this movie. No, but it's like, but like the, the in a movie that I mean, I believe, like I said, if you watch the movie, it's you'll see that it is like it is very much about trying to like break the stereotypes. Like it's like he'll make a mistake and like he goes to the um, the like the black uh, student association dressed as a Black Panther, and then they're all just like ordinary normal people. ass fucking Harvard students being like, "What are you doing?" Like that. This is like it goes out of its way to like break stereotypes, but then like. 
casts like incredible caricatures in the background, and I'm like, what do you what? Like it's just it's so weird yeah. that you would do that. You know what I mean? Like you're just sort of like the guys the guys who beat him up just could have been random white dudes. They didn't need to be like stereotype like Boston southeast southeast yeah. yeah like you know like it was just like I'm like you didn't gain anything by making them them a stereotype. Well, it is up. Harvard though. Let's not forget location. That is geographically correct. I yeah. suppose. If you're going to get beat up by racists around Harvard, it's probably going to be Southeast. It's um, the other side of town, though. I mean, what are they? They're traveling all the way up there to... I don't know where he was. was he, he just gets, he gets busted while he's driving. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, James Earl Jones is also perfect. <laughs> Go on. I was in, like, James Earl Jones says nothing funny. Uh-huh. James Earl Jones has no jokes. He's just there as this, like, strict law person playing absolutely not for laughs and the greatest actual scene in the movie is when he, when C. Thomas Howell is like caught and is like now like saying like I'll, I'll drop out of school and I'll like pay amends or whatever and it's just James Earl Jones being like and <laughs> and he's like and I'll do this and. and and I'll do this and I'll do this and like and just like and completely deadpan I was like I want this scene to go on forever <laughs> I want James Earl Jones to never be satisfied <laughs> like ultimately he ends up like being satisfying James Earl Jones but yeah. I was like this movie has such a wonderful opportunity to be like ultimately and. he satisfies James Earl Jones <laughs> yeah but it would just be the greatest thing to be like and and he's like that's all I can do no he looks down <laughs> looks down <laughs> there's also a great scene where because he ends up uh, courting a black woman uh, who then uh, finds out that he's white and gets mad and blah 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 blah. It also turns you out don't say. Yeah, no shit. Uh, he also it also turns out that he ended up st- the the because the whole thing is he turns himself black so that he can qualify for a scholarship. Right. And he was like, there was no other applicants, so it's like victimless crime. But then it turns out that he ended up stealing it from her because if they don't find any applicants in like his county, they expand it, and she was the first waiting list outside oh, of the county. Man. So he ended up taking it from a single mother, mm-hmm. a single mother who qualified for Harvard Law. And there's a great scene right at the end where he's like, I'm sorry, like, blah, 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 but I think our connection was real. Can we just work? And she utters the line. She's like, our experiences are just too different. And I was like, credits, credits. <laughs> but then it isn't, and he wins her over. <laughs> but I was like, it would just be great. And I'm just like, her just looking at him being like, no. The, no. The final word on race in America, our experiences yeah, exactly are too different. Like, but, I, but I feel sorry, baby. And her just being like, our experiences are just too different. You like you rich entitled white piece of garbage. Credits. <laughs> I was like this movie. I would have been like that. Would have been like an applause. Like I would have been like, and the movie sticks the landing. Yeah. So look for the nine to five Criterion cut. <laughs> of Soul Man. Director's cut. James Earl Jones is not satisfied with his excuses, and the girl does not hook up with him. Nobody likes him at the end. <laughs> Yeah, um, and then and I will say the other thing that this movie is guilty of is just being weirdly and so terribly slow and like slow paced, like there's just like Back to the Future. It is not. No, like it's not Back to the Future, and it's not like I'm I'm trying to like put into like it's post Animal House, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like an Animal House is like is you watch Animal House it's still slow like, compared it's to slow. modern. It, it's got like yeah. it's got a slow pace compared to the like. Judd Apatow, like, joke every five-second, like, 40-year-old virgin-style mm-hmm. super bad stuff. I get it. But I'm like, but you watch Animal House, and you're like, it's funny. Like, this is like, people even speak slow. They're sort of like, hey, Dad, think you could lend me some money for school? And you're like, is everyone is everyone on Xanax? Or, like, I am don't, 
Ferris Bueller's not slow, and that's what eighty-five. Yeah, Ferris Bueller's also not slow. Like yeah. it's very weird. But there were a lot of slow movies in that period, oh, right? Yeah. Like it would be the norm, I, I would say. And like we're remembering the exceptions. Oh, try, well, try watching Teen Wolf again. That is a slog. He also, without a hint of irony, says, "Part of me is black on the inside." No, it is not. No, <laughs> no, it is not. Um, hang on. Is there anything else that I want? Oh yeah, it takes it takes over twenty minutes for him to actually turn black. Like this is how slow this movie is. Mm-hmm. Like that could have been in the intro scene. I need money now. I take the thing. Twenty minutes of like an hour and twenty minute film. It's only an hour and twenty. Maybe like an hour forty. I don't know. Oof, that's God. not. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's not an hour forty. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe an hour and a half. Well, you say that as though you would go and watch it now <laughs> after having heard this. No. In, in no. a sense, have you not succeeded at your mission here, selling the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Also, only a madman would want to watch this movie in this day and age. Not, uh, not about race. He does throw a woman like out onto the fire escape, like in the middle of winter. It seems in her underwear, just to get rid of her, because there's like a zany, there's like one of those like, hoozy woozy mix-up scenes where it's like, he's got his parents came to visit, and then one of the girls who was like having sex with him because she thought that she was having sex with a black man, like a white girl, mm-hmm. and then the black girl who he actually is interested in are all like coming and going, and he has like, he's putting on a mask, and he's taking off the mask, and he's like yelling out, and he's going in, and he just literally picks up a woman in her underwear and just like shoots her out the window. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, I was just like, this doesn't seem like a good solution to this plan at all. That's not something you do with another person. <laughs> yeah, like, like an actual living, breathing human yeah, being. exactly, just do it. Whoop, and it's like, out you go into the fire escape. Well, remember, it's the decision-making processes of a guy who used a pill to turn himself black to get his scholarship. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're saying just below Empire Strikes Back, right above <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road? Um, I liked it more than Avengers. No. Uh, like, how high can I, like, I, I want to, like, I guess to, to stand by the premise of this segment, yes. I need to try to rank it high. That is true, but I don't think I would like to, I would like to poison the list quite so bad. No, no, no. But I mean, but I'm, I, I do want to give it like like I said like that. The weirdest part about this movie is it's completely misguided. Absolutely should never have been made. Right. But was made by I think someone who like legit like intent. This guy did intend, or I don't even know who made it. Mm-hmm. Like did intend on trying to start some kind of racial dialogue. He just was the worst person in the world. So it, it, does it fail utterly to to present this dialogue know. in that, a meaningful that, that way? That was the kind of like the takeaway that I tried to do. Is I was yeah. like, if I'm like Middle America, did I like learn something? Because there is the character of the single mother like applying for the school grant, mm-hmm. trying to get into Harvard Law School, like working in the cafeteria and getting whatever. And she is like a very sympathetic character in this movie. And I don't think that character exists in a lot of movies hmm. that white people are watching in the mid-80s. Just saying, director really tried to do something, even though they didn't succeed. Yeah. Hmm. But Attack of the Clones. But you know what, no, but, <laughs> no, but, you know, but you know what I'm saying? I'm like, does that, does that character of the single black mother... Redeem the rest of it? Not necessarily redeem the rest of it, but like, does that character exist in any other movie that you'd go see in, like, as an, as an, in an 80s comedy, like, white-centric genre? I don't think that's a... I don't think that's a character... Not? Do you know what I mean? Like that. I don't think that that's something that a lot of people. Did, as a comedy, does it stand? Like, no. was it funny enough to be? No. no. Okay. There were so... literally no jokes. I think that landed. Like, I think brutal. Like, I'm trying to think. Was anything other than James Earl Jones saying "and"? <laughs> like that was the that was the only thing that had me laughing was just James Earl Jones being unsatisfied with whatever this kid wanted to do to try to make amends. 
So okay, so, but I feel like as, like comedy was kind of the prime point. This was a yeah, it this also was like failed as, fail as a comedy. So it didn't do good there. And then as a as a, going down, I'm going. I'm, yeah. I'm going. So around one twenty nine, one thirty yeah. is Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Wow. George Lucas wanted to make Star Wars movies. And he <laughs> he really tried. And they wanted to create worlds. Yeah. It is. Like it is below those. Maybe. Um, London has fallen and is. A criminally bad action. Yeah, now, that, now, this is what I'm saying. Batman the Killing Joke is disturbing on so many levels. So but now, now here's what I'm saying. If there is a shred, like it's a, it's a, like it might be above Attack of the Clones. Maybe. Really? Because I'm just, I mean, like, but with the sand, it gets or, everywhere. So maybe, maybe him. below. Guys. I, I'm I'm looking at it in that zone because uh-huh. I'm like below that I find are like irredeemable movies. I have the oh, high yeah. ground, and I'm saying like it is. It There's is, an I element would, that you I would find. say it is above an irredeemable film because like like someone I was I I read up on some of this stuff. Yeah. Like um like someone was like what if um it wasn't what if it was a black actor, hmm. like what if it was like a see Thomas Howell took a pill and then a young black actor took on this Played the role and it wasn't yeah. blackface. And it was just like, do you know what but I don't mean? Don't forget, it was. <laughs> no, I know that. I, I understand that the movie, Sarah's just shaking her head. <laughs> this, is, this is the point. He's got to argue it. You're a fucking dictator. Okay. What? <laughs> Sarah just said, in case you didn't hear, Keith is a fucking dictator. What does that mean? Anyway, but like I was like reading an article about it. They were like, "What if it was a black actor?" Like, how many? How it many? Would not have been a funny movie, but you're like, would that have been? How many black actors or actresses had speaking roles in this movie? Um, like in terms of main characters, James Earl Jones and the mother and the mother's son all have active speaking okay. roles. Okay, how many? How many white actors had, you know, acting or supporting acting level perform? Literally, roles. him and C. Thomas Howell and his buddy. Like those char- like they're like it is. Like, you know what you know what I mean? I was like, uh, like, it's like, not like ten white dudes and like a couple. I mean, like there are obviously a, a bunch more white people at Harvard than there are black people because it's Harvard in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Also, weird cameo by uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Like she's huh. like plays like a little throwaway character on the side. I was like weird. So th- this argument that's happening here is for whether it goes above or below the Star Wars episode I think two so, and yeah. three, because yeah. or maybe above or below London has fallen. Also, yeah. Man, have you guys watched that yet? No, no. never watched that. I won't look at that. One thirty-one on the list. Ain't gonna do it. I, I could I, maybe put it above the room. I don't know. Like again, because I'm mean, like Jason Bourne probably had good action shots. Jason Bourne was criminally boring. But did it have criminally good, did it have, boring? Did it have good? Yeah, this movie. Was... Sarah's giving me like this is literally putting it on the third worst film of all time. Sarah, yeah. relax. Like it, it, this. <laughs> I understand you. You're, you're trying to defend yourself here. You did put the movie poster up in in our recording room. There it is, right there, you, right you, between Spider Man and Iron Man. It's, I, it's I, weird. I like, guess I'm saying is I, I can't honestly say that it's like that bad. You also look I mean, it's way very more bad. I mean, like we're looking at the bottom <laughs> yeah, yeah, five yeah, yeah, films yeah. here. Look, there's bits you can pull out of Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith to yeah, enjoy, that... like little tiny bits that you could you could say were yeah. fun. Same thing, I'm sure with London has fallen. There were like I mean, same bits. thing with the room. Let's not be yeah. too hasty here. <laughs> Touche. There's bits you could say that was fun. Touche. <laughs> here, then I okay, I could put it. I will say it can go below the room. Wow. Oof. Yeah. Eh? Because and, and if I'm looking, I remember what Scott had to say about the giant papier-mâché boulder is actually really heavy. Yeah. God damn, that movie is, was bad. This movie, uh, Soul Man, like, was trying to have a message. Right. 
and like failing miserably. That's why it is the third worst film of all time. Yes, but <laughs> it like it did it, it like whereas the papier mache thing was like celebrating misogyny and stuff. Like yep. if the movie if Soul Man like. At no point, in, like, there were a lot of black stereotypes and stuff like that, but it was never, like, the joke. It was right. always, like, white people misinterpreting them is the joke. Like, that was its path to comedy. It never achieved it. You're selling me on the redemption story for this film here, and then you're replacing it at third from the bottom of the list. Because so. they put a freaking teen actor in blackface. Like, I'm, like, they I'm can't, there. Can't do better so than sliding that. in at number 135. <laughs> we put two movies on the list today. Yeah. A hundred films between them. <laughs> Uh, so do we do we give Scott his his? I, I, I sent you two options, yeah. and I don't know. Like one, I think is way worse than the other. Number two. Yeah, I'm there. I like that one. I think it's 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 like. Did you watch the trailer? Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm feeling nauseous waiting for this. We okay, listen. No, no. Listen, no. and honestly, we like we like nobody. It's, it's a softball. It uh, is. Like consider it is. considering how like we didn't we didn't swing horror. Yeah. Oh. God. Uh, Come on, man. We want you to have a little fun. We swung musical because yeah. you like Glee and stuff. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Look, we could go I, back to horror. You want to go I, back to horror? I swear to God. I was thinking about Glee this morning because my wife had watched all of it this morning. Well, and I was like, that was a teenage musical show where one of them is dead and the other one is a convicted pedophile. Like, how bad was that show to these kids? <laughs> well, Scott. Well, hang on. I yeah. want to. I want to get. I'm going to pull up some 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 facts. Uh, this is a movie that is from 2015, um, and it was written and directed by Kenny Ortega. Do we know Kenny Ortega? Absolutely. From from the High School Musical trilogy. Oh, oh great! It is not one of the High School music, Musical films, though. Oh darn! I like Zac Efron. <laughs> He also, <laughs> would have had he, also directed, he also directed Newsies, Hocus Pocus. Uh, he choreographed the uh, the dance sequences in Dirty Dancing, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Pretty in Pink, Saint Elmo's Fire. This guy has like prestige, prestige in the in the musical world. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie asks. Do you have any guests? No. It's a it's, it's it's a Disney property. This is such a stretch. There's no way he's gonna fucking get it. This movie asks. What are the teenage children of Maleficent, the Evil Queen, Jafar, and Cruella Deville up to in high school? Oh God! <laughs> oh man! At least I won't have to watch this movie alone. It's Disney's I'm... The Descendants. Now the thing is, is this movie also um, sets a dangerous precedent because it is in fact the first of a trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> so this could go around and around. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> looks real bad. All right. Can we pause recording so we can watch this trailer and then I can come back with my instant reaction? Um, I guess so. We can see. So, so how do you like that, Scott? I am excited I and intrigued to experience this <laughs> Disney Channel movie yep. that looks like Once Upon a Time if it was made by Saban Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm stoked. I, I feel like there's uh, even like there looked to be like there was a lacrosse scene straight to Disney TV. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I have seen more episodes of Ever After than you know, or Monster High. I'm way on onto that. I, I mean, I, I definitely thought this was in your wheelhouse. I'm gonna get a bowl of popcorn and watch this with the whole family. <laughs> it's gonna be great. And then you're gonna need to tell us why it's the best movie ever. I'm, ar- <laughs> I'm already didn't go there. I. 
I'm excited. Only the, the pretense of watching the movie is stopping me from arguing this to go number two on the list. <laughs> Pushing Fury Road down a notch. But not Empire. I, I think that the Academy missed out in having best popular movie only next year and not <laughs> and in 2015. Whatever, man. Remember, there's two more of these. Which, I mean, I guess you could make us watch. I feel that... Wow, if we go to... If no, I want to make you guys creative. watch bad movies. I'm excited for this movie. <laughs> this movie looks ready to go. Did we just go. watch the same trailer? I mean, I think so. I'll tell I'm, you what the... I'm, I'm banking on optimism. Do you want to know what the runner-up was? Here, okay. The runner-up was Grease 2. Ooh, that's also... That's... Ooh, that's savage. Yeah. <laughs> we, went, we went with this one because we figured that it'd be a little bit easier for you to watch this with the whole family. I mean, my kid loves... High school drama stuff, like this might become aimed, at, aimed oh. at at tweets. Do you know what my secret hope for this is? Is that it becomes his kid's favorite, and he needs to watch it again <laughs> and, and again. And there's and the again. number two and number three to keep it going. And he, and like and then we don't even have to do this like, because he just has to watch ever, number two and number three because of his kid. Ever after high, My Little Pony, the girls of Canterlot High, DC superhero girls, um, yeah, Monster, kid was Monster High. high he's stuff. all yeah. about that stuff. He loves huh. watching them. It, and I'm okay with that because they don't solve the problems by kicking people in the shins, which is an action I don't like him to pick up. <laughs> freaking hurts. And you have shins. Yeah. Yeah, no, man. They talk about their feelings and they solve their problems through friendship. And I'm, I'm like, sure. yeah, do this, kid. I don't want to spoil the ending for this film, but I feel that they talk about their feelings and solve their problems through friendship. <laughs> God damn it, Keith. I've just heard about this movie. I didn't read the whole Wikipedia page. And why did you spoil it for me? But yeah. Then there's more. And I'm... I will tell you how I stumbled across this. I was um, Googling through terrible musicals uh, just to look for them. <laughs> and I found a scene from Descendants 2 where uh, spoilers for Descendants 2, Captain Hook's son shows, shows up. up. Yeah. Oh, is his what name? a twist. I don't know. Cap? I have no idea. The fact that all of their children's names were the shortened versions of their it's parents' like names. Yeah. Cruella Carlos. <laughs> Mal, daughter of Maleficent. Yeah, Evie, daughter of the evil queen, Jay, daughter or son of Jafar. Jafar. But yeah, anyway, and then there's, and it's very weird because I guess they cast the um, the son of Captain Hook without necessarily checking in his uh, singing skills mm -hmm. because his song is sung entirely by one of his like the ladies in his crew. Anyway, they're doing some sort of a, a, a prisoner swap or something. A prisoner swamp at a high school. Yep, there's yep. some. They, they're, they're like, yeah, I don't know, man. I think he has like a boat that maybe sails up to the high school. <laughs> Okay. Who knows? Pirates anyway. of the Caribbean did really well, so that's pirates true. are all true. Yeah, 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 but that, that's it. So I, I watched that song and was like, this is awful. What movie is it from? And I was like, Descendants 2. And I was like, well, I can't start there. Although part of me also wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> we probably should. To just be Descendants like, <laughs> 3. You don't even get the first one. You get the third. <laughs> just Oof. jump right into the series. Yeah. But I thought that was unfair. So yeah. Descendants 1. Um, I'm going to watch it. and You guys are going to have to listen in two weeks to... Here, let me go on and on and on about this movie. I'm excited. Looking forward to it. Anything else you want guys want to wrap I, up? That's I think it. I was an NES. Uh, real quickly, I saw Altered Carbon on Netflix, oh, and yeah. it was really, really good. And I was, well, it was good. And I was really, really happy to be watching some cyberpunk. Cool. Those are it. Hopefully, maybe I'll be done the book by the time next episode runs around. I'm like 70% done the book. Nice. So we can compare notes. Because mm. the, the TV show was just, the show was good. The, their ability to handle the genre was great, and that, that made me happy. I'm going to give it a more fair shot. I feel like I watched 20 minutes of it, and I felt it felt a little schlocky, and I kind of tuned out. It, it does stuff like it throws in 
other science fiction ideas that are completely divorced from the conceit of the show hmm. just to like stress that it's a sci-fi show. And I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense that this one thing that is super important to the plot of the show isn't the only science fiction advance right. in society. And I was like, I, I'm with it. I dig it. Yeah, yeah. The book, the book does that too. Like I, I told you about, like the the AI thing at the AI hotel. I don't know if that figures mm-hmm. figures into it, but you're like, oh yeah. Poe po is a main character of the show, and that's that's great. Oh, weird. Not Kovacs. Kovacs is the main character. Yeah. But Poe is a main supporting character. Oh, like he's in the almost every episode. That's super weird. Like <laughs> the the hotel is like a supporting like third tier kind of thing. Yeah. No, he's one of the crew. Well, there's a crew. Kovacs works alone in the book. <laughs> well, Omboys work alone, but for friendship. What? <laughs> no, Kovacs really works alone. Anyway, <laughs> but, but all that to say, but it's like, I mean, like, we'll talk about this next next week, yeah. but it, it is cool that you're like, oh, there's a lot of tech. Like, if there's the main tech of the future that they're, like, concerned about, but then there's, like, a lot of other tech. Bye, friends. Thanks for sticking around to the very end of this show. That means you're our number one fan. As our number one fan, maybe you're wondering a way that you can show your support for this. We've set up a few ways, and the boys are going to tell you about it now. If you like this show, you might know other people that like this show, or maybe they'll like some of the other stuff that we're doing on the website. If that's the case, you can tell them all about it using all of the social networks, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on all of those. Or you could just you know, send people links directly to the website. Or if you live in a world without the internet and you only listen to podcasts, you can tell people about it with your human mouth. There's other ways we could support us, John. If your interest in supporting us extends to the financial section, you might consider patreon.com slash 9to5cc. If you go there, you can get perks like early content, you can get your questions answered on the air, and you could get extra art. We've been doing this show for a long time, so we kind of know what we're doing. Not really. <laughs> 9to5.cc. Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.